and welcome to the Horror House Podcast. I'm Dave. I am Chris. We're two dudes that talk about horror movies and horror IRL stuff every week. So that's what we are. That's what we do this week. Dave, tell them what we're doing this week. Uh, we're doing The Fly. But uh, we got a twist for you. We're doing The Fly 1958. Vincent Price in the house. And you know what that means, Chris. I know what that means. But tell me, tell me again. Yeah, you so didn't I can forget. You just, yeah. uh, that means we bring in our resident Vincent Price expert. He is to Vincent Price what you are to Cronenberg. It is the one and only Jeff with a J. Jeff, woo! Woo, uh, Jeff! Say hello, Jeff. Hello. <laughs> so that's uh, what we are doing tonight, and we're gonna gonna, gonna have a great time. Uh, Chris, the other day I was out, and um, this lady was yelling at me, like, "Bring Jeff on! Nobody wants to hear you assholes talk anymore." I was like, "Mom, leave me the fuck alone! <laughs> we'll put him on the show." <laughs> My mom's a big fan, Jeff. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, there, there has to be a, what would you call it? A section of the Horror House con- people that... A contingent. Uh, yeah. That are very pro-Jeff, because Jeff. I'm going to lie, so, some, of, some of the listens, the numbers, when you're on, kind of kind of go they up. They are through the roof. When Jeff, the, this is, we were looking at Spotify for professionals the other day, and when Jeff is on the show, the listens coming from the women's prison go through the roof. So, Jeff, good on you. <laughs> Jeff, thoughts? Angie, wa- Angie your... watch out. You got <laughs> Thoughts about your new popularity? In, in the women's your new, prison. Your new fame? Do you have any thoughts? Nah, nothing at all. You're, you're not going to forget us little people anymore, are you, Jeff? Oh... Uh... If you don't want to answer him, just say no comment. That's that's what the professionals do. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's uh let's get right into it and let's hit an ad and come back and talk about uh the fly. All right, we're back. It's time to talk about 1958, the fly. Uh, who directed this? Kurt Newman. I think this was one of the last movies he made. Yes. And of course, starring the illustrious, can I call him illustrious? Vincent Price. I, I definitely think he falls in illustrious. Iconic. Or iconic? Oh! Simultaneously. Pinch poke. As the kids say. Do they still say that? Yeah. Show me a gram of Coke. <laughs> what, the, what is this? So, had, had it, either of you seen this before? Yes. I had not. I thought I had, because I remember the black and white images. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was the black, and, black white and, and white. Yeah, it's not black and white. It's, it was filmed in color. The two sequels to this one were filmed in black and white. What? I, I'm not sure why that is. Uh, it's budget. cheaper. Cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I, yeah. Um, I, I, when I started it, I was like, I forgot this was in color. I was kind of surprised oh. by it. Um, 
I had watched it one time before this. Jeff, you had you had seen it? Yes, I owned it on VHS. <laughs> nice. Nice. Your fandom nice. just rose even more. The VHS <laughs> kids are like losing their minds. Um did you what'd you think of it? Were you eh, is it near the top of your Vincent Price favorites or kind of in the middle or Oh, definitely towards the top. It, it is a very good film. I I was shocked when I watched it because it was my first time watching it, but it starts out kind of a little uh, little murder mystery. Like, yeah. okay, you know who who committed the murder, but then you have the confession right away, and that's something that seems like it's a very modern or novel story twist of we have the confession we know what we know who did it yeah. now we have to unravel why and so to see something from you know almost 70 years ago that that did that really kind of was cool to me it was really neat to see i think mentioning that uh the fact that she could confess to it and then the cops were like, but why? Why did you do it? And then they never arrest her. <laughs> you go on home and think about why you did it. And then you call us. <laughs> These crazy dames. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the whole time I'm like, arrest her. What do you do? Just put her in containment? Containment's not the right word, but like detain her. There we go. It was well, they 19... had doctors and nurses. I mean, they, they thought she was insane. So... <laughs> It, I get, plus, it was story. 1958. As right. soon as she confessed to the crime, they arrested a black man. So, <laughs> um, some things never change. Um, another thing, the uh, where where was this Montreal that the it's supposed to take place? Yes, and they all have these French Canadian names. Uh, but like delete. Yeah, but the 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 most like. 1950s American actor accents, which I kind of love. <laughs> I think that that uh, worker, that kind of laborer guy at the beginning, Gaston, mm -hmm. is yeah. the, is one of the only, maybe the only one that had a that accent. That I'm no, a lot of other people had the accent. It was mainly uh, Vincent Price and the wife oh. and the husband and a child. They totally... And I think the housekeeper didn't have, like, that French accent. Okay. But everyone else did. Uh, it's been, uh, Commissioner Shiraz had the accent. Oh, my God. See, they rattled me so hard. I couldn't even <laughs> hear it after a certain point. <laughs> it was filmed in California. I, I, I just don't know why they chose, like, the story setting of Montreal. Uh, it's but... because it's a short story uh, set in France. Oh, okay. So in order to get, I guess, American audiences on board, they set it in Montreal. That way it's got your French and your American okay. kind of okay. accent. So okay. instead of being, oh, it's in France, and these people have no French accent right. <laughs> whatsoever. So the the story Except for supporting the, characters. The short story itself took place in France? 
Yes. Okay. I didn't oh, even gosh. realize until I was looking at this that there was a short story. I thought, being the Cronenberg guy, that I th- I thought The Fly, 86, was just a remake of this, and then that was the, the chain of, uh, that was how it was. I didn't know that there was a story, so now I gotta freaking read yes. stuff. <laughs> it's it's a short story that was in Playboy like a year before. Oh, that the that movie came story. out. Okay. Yeah. And uh, and and the I just read the short story. Uh, I finished it today, and oh. the short story pretty much goes with the entire uh, original film. There's only a few things that they had changed or okay. uh, added to, but a lot of it, a lot of the dialogue is all there. So really? it's very true to the original short story. Okay. What okay, were very do you, interesting. Do you know any of the changes off the top of your head right now? That, that... Uh, yeah, so uh, definitely spoiler alert. Uh, she commits suicide at the end of the short story. Okay. Uh, she doesn't ever, um, not want, after she sees him as the fly, uh, she agrees with him that he has to be destroyed and never hesitates in making sure he gets pressed. So uh, he's the, the press is in the story as well. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, once he says, once she sees him as the fly ish, because I guess in the in the short story he had already gone through the machine like seven times after she had asked him to go back through again and see what happens, and so he does it again, and after that eighth time, uh-huh. he become uh, parts of Dandelo the cat. He and get incorporated. Before that, he says, "I was oh. just the fly," and then after that, he—I guess—you see that he's got a white, whitish head with pointed ears, and he kind of looks like a cross between okay. the cat and the fly. So I think yeah. that's more with Cronenberg. As more as he goes through the machine, the more he becomes right the fly. Huh. But since all the other experiments he did after Dandelo, it never. I, that's the only time that ever pops up that he gets his, some of his atoms and stuff mixed in. As after right. that eighth time. Okay. Stupid uh, cat. Speaking <laughs> of the cat. Speaking of the cat. Uh, I hate seeing. I hate watching these older movies, what? even kind of like eighties or nineties movies at this point. And seeing a, a a cat or a dog that's that's really cute, and then knowing that oh they they died fifty years ago, so and then I'm immediately yeah. kind of bummed out. I'm like, God, God damn it! <laughs> Quick aside. Um, one thing in the movie, uh, Andre checks the at one point he checks like this wall. That has at least a thousand wires connecting in various configurations or whatever, and takes about two seconds and goes, everything checks, and then went on about what he was doing. 
Uh, thoughts? Was he just pretending to be a scientist in the movie? <laughs> That's how scientists work, Chris. You're not a scientist. You don't know. He looked up and was like, yep, looks about right. <laughs> that just really... he's a, he was a human calculator at that time. He's... A... He's abacusing and he's figuring and plotting and he he knew he knew. It, it really if, struck me just the amount you, of wires. <laughs> if he was a scientist, Chris, how did he get those neon glowing colors? That's I, when you know real science is happening. When you got lights blinking out of order or true. in sequence, and then you got glowing lights, then you know you're a scientist. That's all it takes. Scientist is. Exactly one step above raver in <laughs> intelligence in the hierarchy. Oh, they're both way above us. Raver. Next thing you know, he's fight dancing with his glow Blowing sticks, whistle, shirtless in the lab. Oh they cut God. that season scene out. I heard he's just tweet tweet. <laughs> is that what Return tweet, of the tweet. Fly is? <laughs> yeah, he returns for them sick beats. Oh my god. 50s were wild, man. Um the effects for for him and for, you know, later uh the end with him in the cob in the web and the spider. For 1958, I was like this is fucking good. <laughs> this is really good. Right. I thought the flyhead was really cool. Uh yeah. the acting not so much. The acting is on par for 50s acting, but the, I thought the flyhead was really cool. His so. hand. I thought his hand was really well done as well. The big giant spider face. Do we see the whole body or just like the front of it? I forget. Actually, just the head. The head. Oh, the uh, spider. The spider at the end. Yeah. I, I think we get the aerial shot at the end when it comes in and bites the the... The human fly hybrid. I thought right? I thought that looked a little off, but still pretty good. I was I was impressed. Usually, like you, you go. I go watch Night of the Living Dead, and I'm like, God, this could have looked a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like somebody George Romero gave somebody like a piece of coal and was like, Go draw on some people. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but this was like blue paint on somebody. Yeah, I could see like fifty of you know nineteen fifty eight crowd seeing this and just like being like, oh, like you know eighties people seeing Cronenberg being like, this is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, trivia time, gentlemen. You yes. got your thinking hats on? No, uh, and, and you know. Maybe, maybe you saw it. Maybe you saw it in your research. I, I didn't do any deep, deep digging, but I'm going to throw this on you. See, tell me what. The boy in the movie, the the son, the um, he has a tie indirectly to a season one horror house movie. Can you tell me what that is? Hmm. Man with the X. The man with X-ray eyes. No, no, no. Really? That's not, that's not direct. That'd be too direct if he was in that. This is an indirect <laughs> tie to a movie. I don't know the difference. <laughs> okay. He's a tie to a uh, original that we did the remake of. Jeff, any guesses? <laughs> not a clue. Fill us in. So the, 
the boy was a little bit of a star in the 50s. Um, he had prominent roles um, in Houseboat, starring Cary Grant's Sophia Loren. He starred with Doris Day and David Niven in Eat the Daisies, and he interacted with ghosts in William Castle's 13 Ghosts, 1960. Uh. Wow. So I I, th- I thought that was pretty cool when I saw that, you know, like coming full circle. That that's some that's some horror cred. Like classic horror cred, which there you go. Yeah, Nat he just needs to do well, you know, a hundred and uh nine more movies and he'll be up there with uh <laughs> Bryce. So speaking of which, uh what was the last movie the three of us did together for last season? It was a Vincent Price movie. Uh, House on Haunted Hill. Hill. House on Haunted Hill. This is now our second. Um, what do you think? Would you would you take a House on Haunted Hill or would you take The Fly? Where would you Where are you sitting? Ooh. Jeff, I'll let you go first. If you had to pick one, Desert Island, just one. <laughs> I think I definitely take the fly. Okay. Like it's okay. it's the the better of the uh, special effects. Agreed. Yeah, okay. I don't think there's any doubt there. That's that's that is true. Um, which is strange because, uh, well, I mean, one year is nothing in Hollywood time. So you nice. know they they basically came out at the same time, I guess. Um. I think I agree with you. I think I would take the fly. I would. I would love to disagree for the sake of um, having some argument, but I, I can't. It's in color. Uh, you know, uh, wifey is running around in some fifties sexy lingerie, which means fifties uh, lingerie covered everything from their neck to their ankles. <laughs> It's like winter. But, um, it's like a winter coat yeah. now. <laughs> so I'll be I'll be you... the I'll be the dissenting opinion and say I'll take House on Haunted Hill, uh, just because uh, the cat. Just because Body the cat. cat. I I'll just oh, whenever okay. I see the cat in the fly, I'll just get sad because I know it died before the sixties. <laughs> Yeah, yeah it, it probably didn't live very long. Yeah, they were probably uh, Hollywood back then. They were like, "Oh, we're done with it." But, you know, so they yeah. make a coat for some rich white lady. God damn! As of, soon as that fluffy cat. cat came on screen, I was like, "Oh, god damn it!" I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm hung up on it. I'm sorry. <laughs> are Are you familiar with Katie Price, the actress who played in um, starred starred? In Sharknado Five, are you? Is that the is that the her? baby? I'm a firework girl, or you're a firework? Um, We're a firework. What's I, the song? I, no, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I, I was making I, a Katy Perry I, joke, Dave. I thought you'd hop oh, on. Well, <laughs> I'm a loser. I'm a loser. Are you familiar with Katy Perry though, or Katy Price though? No. Are you familiar with Alan Price, who? Starred in uh, who was uh, part of the animals, you know the the House of the Rising oh, Sun. Oh, right, right, right. I'm are you, familiar. Are with you the familiar animals? with? So but not Alan Alan Price. I, I was is taller than Katie Price. Did you know that? 
I didn't. <laughs> and Vincent Price is taller than Alan Price. So um, I okay. found that out researching on a price comparison uh, website. <laughs> so. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh. oh. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Got him. Got him. <laughs> I was like, there's, there must have been so little trivia to find that Dave was like, how tall is this person? Uh, <laughs> you got oh, me. Oh, I got you. you. Got I got you. Good times. Good times. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, one uh, final piece of information that this movie taught me, and I didn't realize it uh, until watching it this time. And maybe uh, it's pretty apparent, so you probably are you probably already knew. Um, but Japan and Nepal are the same place. Oh I don't know yeah, if, I don't know if you know that. When he no, looks at I the looks at the thing, and it's Japan, but backwards is Nepal. Wow. True story. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> um. If. Uh, this is this is a question for you guys, um, and this one is a this one. I I'm not getting you on this one, Chris. This is real. This is real. Um, <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> if you look through, and there's plenty to look through the Vincent Price catalog. Um, what? Several have been remade. What Vincent Price movie? Um, and and. And Jeff, you're the expert, so maybe we'll throw to you first. What <laughs> Vincent Price movie deserves a modern retail? Jeff, you're going to have to go first because I'm going to have to look at some movies. <laughs> I think I'm going to have then, to go um, with The Tingler. I'm going to have to go with The Tingler because it's. Okay. I'm just not well-versed enough to... Oh, no, no, there's one called Green Hell. I don't know what that is, but I picked that one. Because that's a cool song. Just name, name, <laughs> based on name alone. The Monster Club. I watched The Monster Club, and it's like a anthology. <laughs> and it is really bad. Okay. Um, so, but I'm a sucker for anthology movies. So, you know. Same. Yeah, I, I'd probably go same. there. Um, Jeff, what do, you, what do you think, man? You, you got an answer for us? Uh, Diary of a Madman. Nice, nice. It's also uh, a good song. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is a good song. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I just had to throw in the the Aussie reference. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's based on a, a book uh, by Gay de Maupassant. Okay, bless you. And. <laughs> and the movie is 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 really good. Uh I I believe from like another podcast that I've heard before that uh it's kind of maybe based on like uh Gade Mopasan has was kind of going insane towards the end of his life. And that's like a Maybe like a telling of maybe why he was going insane. Okay. But with like different characters' names and stuff. But some with the Horla 
and stuff, which the movie it talks about is like kind of these invisible like demons that can take control of Vincent Price's character. Oh shit! So it we're not doing Return of the Fly next year. We're doing that one. <laughs> that, that sounds that way sounds cooler. Awesome. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I love anything that deals with like sanity and perception. Is this right? Am, am I? Do I have a grasp on reality? Things that right. make you think. Yeah. So I agree. That sounds pretty rad. Yeah, that sounds cool as fuck. Who was the Who was the guy that did uh, Who played the Vincent Price part in the House on the Haunted Hill remake? Do do either of you remember? Um, yeah. Uh, shoot. Not thinking of his name. I'm trying to get there. Jeffrey Rush. Yeah, Jeffrey Rush. I, he was my favorite part of that movie because he looked so similar once that he was made up and everything. That I don't know if he's still still around doing movies and stuff, but can, 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 oh. we, can we bring him back? Do more of Price stuff? Is he still? Is he alive? Yeah, he should. Should surely he is. Surely, surely he is. Seven yeah, he's all in the and in, in the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Oh really? yes, yes, yes. I think that's really what brought him to my mind. Uh, Barbosa that came he's out. Barbosa. Yeah, he's a very, very good actor. So, uh, cool story. A cool story about him. Then um, I didn't realize that was him. Just um, I knew it was Barbosa. When he agreed to do pirates, they wanted him really bad, so they kind of gave in to a few um, demands. He always wanted to be on the. I I want to say he always had to be on the left side of the screen. I, I might have that backwards, but I, I saw in a making of that he demanded to be on a, a specific side of the screen whenever he was on screen because he felt like your eyes naturally went that direction and he wanted the audience to feel like they were always gravitating to him. Really? So, <laughs> Wow. It, it, it's very um, subtle, very neat. I don't... I, I, sh- Surely, like that doesn't hold true for everybody in every situation. Maybe he, but maybe he had like a gnarly mole that we never saw on the left side of his face, and he's like, "You will only shoot me if I'm on the left side of the screen." So, you know what I mean? That would have just it made his pirates makeup better, though. So, ah, well, that's all. He's I like, I'm such, I'm such a, <laughs> I'm such a uh, character actor that I rubbed frog ass on my face until I got warts <laughs> so that they didn't have to put makeup on me. Slow down, Jeremy, though. Um, I mean, is that any worse than selling, sending uh, dildos and used condoms to your Suicide Squad uh, castmates? Dude is a weirdo. <laughs> Dude is a weirdo. Come on, podcast, they keep Jerry. hiring him. <laughs> Jeff will fight you. Tell him, Jeff. Oh, yeah. See? Oh, I think you should agree. <laughs> um, before, right. a sneak, sneak peek behind the scenes. Before the show, Jeff was fired up angry, screaming retribution. So I, <laughs> we're walking on. Chris and I are walking on eggshells tonight. I am doing my best to not fuck this up. <laughs> um. Before we get to our overall ratings, our overall opinions for this, is there any other 
topics, any other uh, parts of this movie you want to talk about before we before we get there? I I do know that they they were had another movie made about the fly, but um they no matter how much they did the character work, they couldn't get the wings right. So they made the fly without wings, but then they had to change the name. They called it a walk. <laughs> gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, <laughs> didn't get me that time, Dave. Uh, I was ready for uh, it. I knew uh, it was uh, I felt uh, it. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> With that, uh, we're gonna do one more ad. We're going to come back and we're going to give you the three of ours. I don't know if that's proper English. The three of ours reviews. What? How do you say that? <laughs> we're, the three of us will give you our reviews. How's that? The three of us's reviews. That, I'm just going to. The real stop. question is how are you holding up three fingers right now? No. Like thumb one, two, or. You know, the middle three. That's a good question. Before we go to break, I do index finger through ring finger for three. I kind of go back and forth, but mainly because of Inglorious Bastards. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of cool. I'm going to do it like that. But You've been influenced. Yeah. Jeff, how do, you, um, how do you show a three with fingers? <laughs> <laughs> uh, same way as you, Chris. <laughs> okay, okay. I feel like we're starting to become a minority. <laughs> Anyways, here's an ad. We are back, and it's time to rate this bitch. Jeff, since you are our guest, uh, we're gonna let you go first. So, whenever you're ready, what is your rating and your overall opinions of The Fly, 1958? I definitely give it a nine out of ten. It is really good uh the acting the special effects is way better than the other uh two sequel movies um you know if it would have been more of a darker ending i definitely would give it a 10. the the ending you described from the story i mean that's a real downer i don't even know if like <laughs> modern audiences are ready for a Basically a murder suicide and uh, that's that's dark. Yeah, nine Jeff. It's very dark. <laughs> uh, I'll go next because Dave always rates higher than me, and so I'll bring us down, and then Dave will lift us back up, <laughs> <laughs> and then off we'll go. Uh, I, I, because I'm not I, I I'm a Cronenberg boy, so I I do prefer the the more gory gold bloom of it all. But that that said, that said, I do like this movie, and I think the effects are really good. I think that cat's really cute, even though it's dead. Uh, so the 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 French Canadian thing, I think, is interesting. I it just I forget about it, and then I start watching it, and hear these names start to come up, and I'm like, that's right. <laughs> This is this is Montreal, but then so the 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 leads are all just like, why I've never. I tell <laughs> right. Yeah. And then they've I, got the uh, deep south accent. Yeah, my yeah. Well, my my uh, favorite thing is just how nonchalant they are about the Helene. Is that how you pronounce it? Is that my pronouncing it correctly? 
the his wife. Yes. Yeah. She's yeah. just like, I did it. I squashed him in the thing. And the cops are like, are you sure? Because <laughs> we're not sure if you're sure. So let's just take a moment. Did you make um, a TikTok about it? But that said, 7 out of 10 is where I'm waiting on this one. Dave. Okay. So, um... I started last year really getting tough on my um, ratings. And so uh, that's that's new Dave. Tough but fair. I'm tough but fair. I that's why we like love this. you and we hate you. Yeah. Yeah. I, Dave's an I've asshole. I always wanted to say that. I'm. We can end the podcast after this. Continue. <laughs> um, I... I like the iconicness of fifties mad scientist stuff. Uh, I, I brought it up the blinking lights that serve no purpose. Um, yes. Things have to glow. It's like when they, soon as they started making color films, it was like, we got, we got to use this shit. Um, and, and so the, the bright colors, the, the neons and the technicolors are, are just amazing. I um watched this I, I I watched this three times this week in its entirety. My goodness. And the first two times after I watched it, I tried to like process in my head after the fact. And um I thought, and I must have drifted off. I didn't even see him get in the transporter. And so the first two times I was thinking I had I had to watch it again. Because I missed the whole transporter scene. And then the third time was when I realized, oh, you know what? There isn't a him in the transporter scene. So you got me. You got me, Newman. Um, (laughs) But I I also giggled at the end when Vincent Price is on the park bench. And you can hear the spider being like, help me, help me. And he's just oblivious. Um, But then after the detective comes back out and they're like, uh, oh no, uh, it was, uh, he committed suicide, and I forgot, and I did, and they, they, the corruption of law enforcement, Vincent Price is the devil, <laughs> he corrupted law enforcement to not prosecute a murderess. That um, he was in love with. I forgot, we never even talked about that part. Oh yeah, no, he is absolutely in love, and at the end, he walks off to play in the park and take the kid to the movies. Like a happy family. He moved in. Is it his brother's wife? He moved in on his brother's wife. Yeah. He's like, fuck you. I'm your daddy now. <laughs> the little boy. Don't uh, you know who I am? I'm Vincent Price. <laughs> yeah, shit. That was heavy um, currency in the 50s. Uh, that's, I mean, 50s, hell. He's got groupies lined up waiting for him to come back from the dead so they can uh, bone him back to death. Um... It, I, I, again, I think I said I love the fly head. I hate the acting, but I hate it in a way that makes me smile when I watch it. The um, acting of the fly or just the acting in general? The acting in general, but of, uh, um, the fly, when he's turned and he's like, she's passed out, and the claw hand goes for her and he grabs his own claw hand and he's like fighting with himself and um, 
he goes over and starts erasing the board, and the and the the, the fly hand is fighting with his good hand to. I, I I don't know. I just it's just so it's carried out so cheesily, um, that it it makes me know. smile. Um, there's something about that that is just it's it's like wholesome. It's like wholesome horror. Um, I I'm right in between you guys. I gave it an eight. I gave it an eight, which brings our average score exactly on an eight. There we go. Uh, I, I can predict the future in a terrible <laughs> kind of way. I, I felt Jeff's hand hovering above the delete friend button there for a second, Dave, <laughs> above you, as you're like, the acting. <laughs> it's good, old, cheesy, terrible, one-dimensional acting. It's not so. the worst, though. It is definitely better. <laughs> the, 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 I've some seen of the acting. Ones. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I am very interested to know. I tried to research. I tried to research. So maybe this will be uh, good for a bonus episode if someone can help us out there. How they got? Did they just take a real fly and paint his head white? I'm pretty yeah, sure they, that's what they, they had did. To. And that's, yeah. yeah, yeah, they just put some white ink on top of a fly's head. Yeah, I want to know about this. How did they catch the fucking fly? How many did they have to use? How many did they lose on the set? <laughs> and then were they lousy with white flies at some point? Like we have to go to a new set. We've lost I'm two sure. million white fly head flies. I'm sure there was no animal. No pita. Yeah, <laughs> over that film. I, I'm i glad you brought that up because I had the thought watching it. I'm like, God, I would have hated to have been a cameraman for this movie trying to get, like, the one time I think she's laying in bed and the fly lands on her stomach or something, or maybe on the bed beside of her. Just waiting there with the camera being like, anytime, anytime this fly is going to land there and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to catch it, I'm going to hit record and I just got to wait. <laughs> And then the steady the steady cam wouldn't be invented until 1975. Yeah, I mean they just had so, to stand there with that, you know, four ton camera, being like, "All right, just gonna gotta wait for him to get in frame." <laughs> how many cameramen held their breath till they passed out trying to get trying to cut that shot? Uh, all right, that about does it though, um, Jeff. Thank you again, once again, for joining us in the horror house. Uh, any fi- any final words before we sign off? Either of you? No, I'm good. Uh, no, thanks. Thanks for coming on, Jeff. Um, thanks no to problem. the uh, rabble for listening to the show, joining us. Um, if you have any suggestions for what you want to see in the future, um. You want to demand more Jeff, uh, or just bond <laughs> over Jeff? Send us messages. We'll send. We'll pass them on. Um, and you can do that on Twitter at Sweetness One or at Horror House Two. You can email us horrorhousepodcast at gmail dot com, or go to the Horror House page on Facebook. Almost forgot. You can leave us a voicemail on Anchor FM forward slash Horror House. And last but not least, share. Rate and share and, write, uh, and share and then rate some more. And share some more. 
helps. And then share the rate like, and rate the share. Yeah. Let people know you rated us. Be great. Jeff, have you rated us? Rated you. <gasps> yeah. yeah. As, as podcast hosts. As, oh, uh, yeah. you know, I'm sure you are <laughs> guest star on a lot of podcasts. I put you on the how spot, do Jeff. How do, how do we rate? Three out of ten. Oh, I definitely gave you a five out of five. For sure, before I was uh, even on, I was a, invited to the show. Oh, I, I for a minute you had me. I thought you were giving us a five out of ten, Jeff. And that's how you keep getting invited back, Jeff. Yeah, yeah we gotta keep kissing his ass if we're gonna get that five to a something respectable like a seven. Yeah, seven out of five. All right, we will see everybody next time. We're out. Bye.